It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, here we go. It's the Tuesday, May 17th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. As always, we've got you covered with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, baseball, hockey, we've got it all. Sit back, relax, let us guide you through the betting day. Three times a week, the Right Time with Vimani Jones podcast brings you the latest from technology, music, and the very best analysis of the games. Plus, we have a community of friends, including Dominique Foxworth for Foxworth Fridays. That's the Right Time with Vimani Jones, Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Listen wherever you get your podcasts and Wednesdays and Fridays podcasts are also available on ESPN's YouTube channel. All right, boys and girls, welcome back to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top rated daily fantasy app. Alongside Aaron Dolan, I'm Joe Fortenball. ESPN, 8.30 p.m. Eastern tonight, game one of the Eastern Conference Finals, the Miami Heat laying two, total of 204 against the Boston Celtics. Final four, Aaron Dolan, final four. So we're going to be thorough here. Rather than just unload everything at once, let's work our way and take the people through the process. Let's start with the side. Miami laying two in this matchup tonight. Any feel for how you want to play the side? Yeah, so I'm going to probably stay away from the side and more so just go with the Miami Heat money line. I'm seeing it minus 126 right now. It has been moving down just slightly. And obviously, I had talked about this on multiple shows. I haven't said it yet on the podcast, but I do think the Boston Celtics end up winning this series. But I do think that the Heat will take game one. So dating back to the 2003-2004 season, teams coming off a game seven are 14 and 32 straight up. So that's hitting 30%. And also the Celtics are 10 and 12 straight up on rested rest disadvantage so far this season. And I just think obviously that quick turnaround, that was such a dramatic series with the Milwaukee Bucks going to that game seven, you have the Miami Heat who have been rested. I will say, I don't think they were as tested, let's say, as the Celtics were getting past Brooklyn and the Bucks. Meanwhile, obviously the Heat played the Hawks and then Philly, which I think Philly was a little banged up. Not giving an excuse, but just saying. Um, no, but that's an excuse. Stop. Think- <laughs> I, I, stop. That's an excuse. They're dysfunctional. <laughs> you can say it. Uh, uh, James Harden is. <laughs> yeah, no, we can't. We can't because we'll we could have a whole podcast, Joe and I, as uh, Sixers fans of going that's off true. about the. This we actually should do that. Maybe we should pitch that. Um, but obviously, you could do that. You could do 365 days a year just complaining about Philadelphia sports, and you'd probably have a good listener base because everyone in that city does that anyway. We would just be representing it. That you know what? File that one away. Maybe we pitch that idea down the road. We're doing it. Whether we win or lose, we're doing it. (laughs) So it doesn't even matter. (laughs) Eagles are coming around. We're already talking about how bad they're going to be, and then week one they'll get a win, and we'll say they're going to the Super Bowl. Typical Philly fans. That's how but it works. But nonetheless, we, we, oh, the Sixers should be playing the Celtics, Jesus. All right. Heat money line, though, for me, okay? We're going to go with that. I think, again, the rest disadvantage for the Celtics is going to end up hurting them in this game one, but I do think the Celtics go on to win it. But taking them on yeah. the money line set the side tonight. No disagreements there. I'd lay the two. I'd play the money line. I like Miami in game one. Three key reasons. The rest advantage is obviously huge. Five days versus 48 hours. And that 48 hours does involve travel. Number two, Miami very good at home this postseason. 6-0 and straight up. 5-1 and against the spread. And number three, Boston was bombing threes 
at an alarming mm-hmm. rate in game six and seven against Milwaukee. They knocked down 39% of their threes. I think the tired legs catch up to them tonight. I think the three-point shoot, the three-point shot, excuse me, drops off. Everything kicks in. Miami wins the game. But to your point, like you brought up, the Celtics do win the series. So if you like the Celtics in the series, I, mm-hmm. I gamble. I would say just wait till after tonight. And you're not yep. going to see Boston minus 175 tomorrow. You can get a better price and jump in there. Any thoughts on the total? Opened around 206, 206 and a half. It's down to 204. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been leaning towards the under on this. And the unders are crashing like crazy in the Eastern Conference so far this postseason. 23, 8 and 2. Absolutely insane. But there is a part of me that I've been going back and forth. Again, it was a lean yesterday. And now I'm thinking maybe it could go over. I definitely wouldn't go any lower than 204. But like you had mentioned, I mean, Boston was so good in those last two games from three. And they actually made 53 more three-pointers than the Bucs in that series, which is the by far the largest gap in a single series in NBA postseason history. And also Boston was able to hold the Bucs to under 100 points in all three of those losses there for the Bucs. So I do think this will be a low-scoring game just given both these teams. Great defenses. But there is a part of me that is like, that total is so, so low at 204. But then watch it be like, 70 to 80 or something crazy. Um, but uh, just a lean for me. I'm, I'll still lean to the under, but I'm not going to any lower. Lean to the under as well. I'd say if you want another way of looking at it, the Boston team total is 101 and a half. I don't think they get there tonight. I, I, I think Miami could jump on them early. Boston realizes this game mm-hmm. isn't for them. They pulled the starters late. They don't put up a big number. Again, I think there's some shooting regression that's coming. They put up some very, very impressive offensive numbers against two teams in Milwaukee and Brooklyn that play at a fast pace and play average to below average defense. This opponent is very, very different. It's an elite defense that plays at a very slow pace. The opportunities just won't be there. And if your shooting's off tonight as well, I don't see you getting to 101 and a half points. So that's how I'd attack if you're looking for a total perspective. Boston's team total under 101 and a half. Any props catch your eye for tonight's game? Yes. My uh, first prop that I like is Jalen Brown to go over two and a half made threes. Now, of course, the Heat's defense loves to force opponents to take those three pointers. And I think that could work to the Celtics advantage. I don't think they're going to be able to do what they did against Milwaukee. But I do like a player like Jalen Brown to go over this just because I think Jason Tatum might take some of the main focus for the Heat's defense. And Brown had over this in four or seven games last round. And the Celtics, obviously, like I mentioned, were just insane from three. I just think if they're going to force the Celtics to take those threes of all the players and their made threes props, I do like Jalen Brown to go over. And then I'm also looking at a player like Jason Tatum to go over five and a half assists, which is currently a plus money. I think he'll have to facilitate the ball, especially if, the Heat tried to shut him down. We saw what they did to, let's say, Harden without Embiid in those first couple of games and what they did to Trey Young. So I think they could annoy Tatum, and he might have to actually end up dishing the ball out a couple of times. And he said over this in six of 11 postseason games, averaging 6.1 assists per game this postseason. So those are two props that I like tonight. I, I like something on Tatum as well. I think you're right with the assists because his points prop was as high as 29 and a half when it opened. Then it went to 28 and a half. Now it's down to 27 mm-hmm. and a half. He's averaging about 28 points per game in the playoffs. Again, this is a slower opponent in terms of pace. This is a better defensive opponent. And given the situation with the quick turnaround, I don't think it's going to be a great shooting night. I play under his points prop, 27 and a half. We'll try to thread the needle. I'm looking under 23 and a half on Jalen Brown as well. Uh, Hopefully he hits enough threes to cash your over, but doesn't go any further than that. Because ultimately, if you look at game two through seven in the Milwaukee series, he was shooting 50% from the floor and like 46% from deep. Eventually that's going to drop off. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was tonight. So that gives us our rundown for the NBA. I'll slide some other stuff in there for tonight. 
NHL Game 1 Eastern Conference Semifinals, Florida and Tampa Bay. I'm going to go puck line here. Lay the one and a half with Florida. It's coming back at plus 145. So we got to win this game by two. People might think I'm crazy because the Lightning are two-time defending champs. Florida has the extra day of rest. They took care of Washington in six games. Tampa Bay had to go seven against Toronto. It ended Saturday night. That took a lot out of them. It took everything out of them to get by a really feisty Maple Leafs team that crashed and burned once again. Sixers fans are upset. I mean, imagine being a Maple Leafs fan with the way those things go every single year. (laughs) But Braden Point is highly doubtful for tonight's game. 28 goals in 66 games for Tampa this year. That's a big blow. Uh, Florida minus one and a half at plus 145 is something I play. MLB had the Red Sox last night. One after the delay going back to the Red Sox again. First five innings, minus 130 against Houston. Boston quietly playing pretty well as of late. I think they've won four of their last six for as bad as they got started. It's Eovaldi against Orquidy from Houston. Orquidy at home this year, 1.54 ERA on the road, 6.35. And Houston, for as nasty as they've been, they're just one in six in their last seven as a dog. So when they're priced as an underdog, they don't deliver as an underdog. Quick recap, NHL, Panthers minus one and a half, plus 145. In hockey, Boston, the Red Sox, minus 135, first five innings over Houston. And that's a wrap for today. 10-plus minutes of the bets you needed, as promised. Daily Wager, back in your face. Today, 6 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. Podcast back tomorrow morning. She's Aaron Dolan. I'm Joe Fordball. Best of luck to all you guys tonight. 